podcast. We are all the way up to episode 68, if I am correct. And I believe I think that's right. I believe I am. We're up to episode 68. I mean, after 35, I lose count. I don't even care anymore. Whatever. It's taken us 68 episodes, but we finally have a sponsor. Um, after you know, we worked hard for, for a couple years and and Kat, who, who, we got a special Yeah, message. you know, I'm super stoked to um, to introduce to our listeners a, a new hotel, actually, in Hilo. And, and you know, coincidentally, we're going to be talking about the Big Island on this episode. Um, SCP Hilo Hotel. They took over the Hilo Seaside Hotel, um, which I know a lot of, you know, Kama'aina and folks that have frequented Big Island. I mean, that's a very popular uh, stop in Hilo, a popular stay in Hilo. It's right on Hilo Bay. It's like a two acre property um, that's actually very close to Hawaii Nash Volcanoes National Park, which we're going to talk about. Um, so, yeah, just a big shout out to SCP Hilo Hotel. Um, what you know, what I love about this hotel is they really encourage respectful and responsible travel. Um, and even their guest rooms are appointed with sustainably sourced um, materials. They have a whole like shop that has local um, goods that you can buy. I mean, they really do focus on on a sustainable and local. So makes sense for us and we're excited to have them on board. So thank you SCP Hilo Hotel for uh, supporting us. We appreciate it. Um, so all of you listeners, just, just kind of a little bit of a heads up. Our Reader's Choice voting has ended. It ended yesterday on Sunday, but you can still vote for, I mean, you can still submit for our photo contest. So that's still available on our website. We'll have a link in our show notes. Um, so just so you guys know, hawaiimagazine.com, uh, we're still accepting photos of Hawaii, not of like other things, <laughs> not your kids or your dogs, unless they're in Hawaii, but like, yes, right. has to be like, pictures of Hawaii just to if you want to submit the contest ends on October 17th for the right program. you have a week one yeah. more week man get your just stuff in because it's already and October somehow if, if you really want to impress us fly to the big island right now and see the current eruption at Kilauea so um we have a very special guest old friend of mine Jessica Farrakane, who is a public affairs specialist at Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Gosh, Jessica, you've been there like 10 years. Wait, yes. Yes, I did. I marked 10 years back in April. Oh, like, wow. Like, Congratulations. Yeah. Did they give you, did they give you like a clock or something? Did they give you the keys to the park? <laughs> I already have the keys, um, but I did get a really nice embossed certificate that I can frame my boss. Oh, wow for it so I can hang that on my wall once once I get a moment to catch my breath I probably will do well, yeah I, you, I, I can't imagine you're busy Jessica I mean what are you, what are you doing up there you're just <laughs> playing around with a live volcano um so anyway yeah Jessica's here to talk a little bit about um what's going on in the park right now um because a lot is going on so this latest eruption started let's see September 29th is that right that's right right around 3 20 in the afternoon I was, actually, I was actually working at home that day because of the pandemic, we're encouraged to telework as much as possible. And I have an earthquake app on my work phone and oh. I, I was on silent, but I kept looking at it and all these alerts of these little earthquakes near the summit of Kilauea, I was like, okay. So I started to kind of get everything ready to come up to the park and then it rang and our chief ranger said, um, HVO had reported that the eruption started. So I drove straight up here and was here for many hours that evening. 
And, and how uh, long had it gone without an eruption before this? Um, it stopped erupting last in this year of May. Um, we had a, you know, 2018 still defines kind of modern history in Hawaii Volcanoes National Park and certainly in the lower east rift zone of, of Puna. Um, and uh, so it had been 2018, but then in December of 2020, December 20th, in fact, right around the solstice, um, Kilauea lava returned to the summit. And we had a, a you know a nice lava view and glow uh, for about five months. It stopped in May, and then we all took you know a nice deep breath and um, caught up on some work. And then it started. Magma started to move back to the summit um, later this summer. There was a number of earthquakes and USGS, and we were keeping a really close eye on that. And then it erupted on the 29th. So it'd been a few months. And certainly, you know, eruptions are nothing new. The Hawaii Volcanoes National Park, we've been having constant eruptions uh, for the last 105 years. And certainly Kilauea has been almost nonstop for half years, you know, or more. Um, so it's nothing new, but it's always exciting. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, it seems like the what crowd is- really, really comes to, you know, when it starts erupting, I mean, you guys must get so busy. We get really busy. Um, we've been super, super busy, especially with the nature of this new eruption, because the best viewing area is a very, it's a very long walk for some people. And it's also very crowded between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. So um, it's it's a different, it, it's different, you know, diff, every eruption is different and every viewing angle is different um, for every for every eruption too. So we're, we're managed, we're trying to our best to manage the, the increase in visitation right now. Can you describe um, for our listeners what exactly can people see? And, you know, it's funny, I talked to some of my friends who um, aren't from here. And when they think about a volcano, they're like, oh, it's like they think of Vesuvius or like Mount St. Helens or something. Right. um, And just things are blowing up and everything. And um, it's very, Kilauea is very different. Um, But it's also, I mean, I've been there many, many times. Um, I love Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. It is magical. It's different. I think some people, it may not be what they expect. So can you describe what what you would see? I like the first thing you said about your friends on the mainland, the same thing. They're like, oh no, it's an eruption, you know, a hurricane or a tsunami or something. But in Hawaii with our shield volcanoes, especially, well, Kilauea, I shouldn't make comparison to Mauna Loa, that'd be different. But Kilauea, we typically run to the eruption sites, you know, (laughs) because it's right now this eruption is completely within Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. And the lava is completely confined right now to the summit lava, uh, to the summit crater Halima'oma'o. So what visitors can expect to see um, is at minimum, you know, on a clear night, raining right now, so who knows what it would look like tonight. But um, on a clear night from most vantage points along Crater Rim Drive, an incredible glow. So this rich orange, pinkish, purplish, depending on what time of day, glow just fills the night sky and it fills this newly large enlarged crater that got enormously bigger since the 2018 summit collapse so it's a staggering view from so many different vantage points along crater rim trail the those who can actually walk three and a half miles round trip and can handle some uneven terrain can get even closer you can actually see where the lava lake has risen a couple of days, you can see the surface of the lava lake and fountaining happening. And that is about a half mile away from the actual lava. So this is the wow. vantage point um, in Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. 
It is also the most popular one. So it is jam-packed and we are urging visitors don't don't come between 6 and 9 p.m. You know, that's kind of the dark hour um, after dinner. It's convenient timing. We know this, but it is frustrating for everybody who is wanting to find a parking spot who might not realize it's a three and a half um, mile round trip, some of the parking spots. So, um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's exciting, but um, people really need to plan ahead before they come visit the park and, and try to view the eruption. When would you recommend that visitors do come to, to view the what, when are well, they? the park is open 24 hours a day. Oh, so 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah, so after 9 o'clock at night, but definitely bring a flashlight um, and be prepared. It's cold up here. It is 4,000 feet above sea level at the summit of This morning when I rolled in, it was in the low 60s. Um, and at night, it's, you know, we're hitting 50s right now. Um, and it's cold. And it's really windy lately. So... Um, cold and wind and sometimes a little misty um, can make you really cold. But yeah, anytime after I would say nine o'clock at night, all the way through to sunrise. Sunrise is my, my favorite time. Um, there's been several mornings since this eruption started that I set my alarm for 345. Awful. Um, I used to go to bed at that time. <laughs> Those dates are long gone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I set my alarm for 345. It's a half hour drive from my house in Mountain View. Get up here. And then it's about a half hour walk for me to get out to the viewing site, but it's well worth it. I was going to say that must just be a, and uh, it's the magic view. hour. I hope you guys got some of the photos I sent. Um, our volunteer photographer, Janice Way, is who I usually meet when I go out there. Her photography of this current eruption is just mind blowing. It's, oh, that's it's awesome. beautiful in real life, too. You know, um, I know she does some editing to her photos, but she doesn't do a lot. That's exactly, you know, that's what it looks like. She should enter the photo contest. Has um, yeah. Thought about that. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's great. You know she'll what? get a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, what a free trip to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'd probably love Oahu. <laughs> so I have a question. You know, um, this summer you got there was such an influx of visitors to Hawaii. There was no eruption, but there's still right. so much to do at the yes. national park. I mean, yeah, you can come and see the eruption, but man, there's like a ton. Well, there's a ton of things to do if you are yes. into the kinds of things that you can do at the park. Everybody, you know, everybody equates Hawaii volcanoes, national park with volcanoes, of course. And right. um, there's not always an eruption. You know, Kilauea has gone into periods where, um, you know, the lava has paused or has, you know, gone dormant for a little bit, but um, it, there, you know, there's still many things to do, even when there isn't, uh, you know, fresh lava to see. Um, this park, I don't know if you guys realize how massive this park is. It's over 335,000 acres, which makes it almost as big as the island of Oahu. And That's insane. Yeah, just for some perspective. So within that boundary, there is plenty to do. Um, it's, uh, the park boundaries stretch from sea level. We have about 32 miles of coastline that we protect. Um, there's beautiful coastline backcountry beaches for those who like camping in more of a wilderness, um, solitude type of environment. And then um, the park boundary stretches all the way up to the summit of Mauna Loa, um, Moko Aveo Veo Crater, which last erupted in 1984. We're always keeping a close eye on Mauna Loa activity as well. So there's so much to do in between that. Um, there are seven different ecological zones within the park. So you have like the dry Kau desert type of environment. You have the really lush 
um, native Hawaiian rainforest here at the summit of Kilauea. You have um, the dry east rift zone of Kilauea and all the activity and um, cinder cones and lava trees that, that were formed during the 1959 uh, uh, to 1974 eruption of Mauna Ulu. I mean, there's just, there's so much to see and do it. And to me, and I think Kat, you agree that this park is best explored on foot. You can definitely take some nice drives and see the lava tube and go to the pullouts and look over, you know, um, and see volcanic, you know, evidence of volcanic activity. But to me, getting on the trails is the best. We have 155 miles of marked trails. So there's, I have not hiked them all and I have done my best to try. <laughs> That's awesome. Plus you can see native birds, which is so amazing. That is so amazing. Um, yes, we have many different, you know, several different types of hunted creepers. The one are ones that are left and haven't gone extinct. You know, Hawaii, we, we've lost so much of, so many of our birds because of habitat destruction and because of mosquito. Um, okay. Avian malaria and avian, avian pox has wiped out quite a number of our, our native forest birds. But um, the ones you can see, and I don't know if you folks have them on Oahu or if you have to go like, you know, way up Malka somewhere, but um, Apapane are everywhere here. Everywhere. Everywhere. And they're so cute. You know what they're- I know what, they're little white butts. They're so cute. Yeah, I call those granny panties. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Little red bird with his black tail and his wingtips and he's wearing like she, he, whatever, is wearing these big white bloomers. They're, they're so cute and their song is beautiful. Um, and we have EO, we have EO galore here. So we have the native Hawaiian hawk. And oftentimes you can see them soaring along the edge of Kilauea crater. Um, and that is magical. You don't see Apapane when the EO is soaring. They, yeah, they... Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then what's so cool with the eruption too, is we have Kauai Kea, which are the white-tailed blackbird. And a lot of vis visitors love to see them because they, these are seabirds. They go out, you know, but they nest in the crater walls, even at Halima'oma'o, they still are nesting in there. So what an ingenious way to protect your eggs, right? There's no predator that's going to brave these steep crater walls in a volcanic bog plume to get your eggs. Um, so we see them encircling the plume all the time. And um, yeah, that's really neat. That is Birds cool. are a great thing. A great park if you're a birder. So in your 10 years at the National Park, do you have like a memory that stands out or just some like magical moment for you or just yeah. something? So many, but I'll try to pick one. I think um, like the most amazing eruption feature that I ever saw was, um, was it 2016 or 17, maybe 2016 or centennial year, I think it happens. It's all a blur sometimes I tell you. <laughs> Fire hose. Um, so we have the 61G lava flows going into the ocean and then this giant fire hose broke out the side of the, the, the poly down on the sea and just pumped out, and I can't, I don't even remember how much lava, but a giant, like probably 25 fire hoses worth of lava, just this stream. So oh, you'd wow. safe vantage point and look down the rocky coastline and here would just be this giant torrent of lava pouring in the ocean. And you could see the, the lava watching boats, you know, offshore, but there was nothing. I mean, that was open to the public. So we let people in to see that. Um, that was spectacular. So that's probably one of the things that's really wow. my heart and soul <laughs> memories. That's so amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think, know that. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Jessica. I know it's, um, I, I can gush on and romance. <laughs> 
skies. And, you know, I'm in love with the volcanoes here, clearly in the forest. And, you know, there's nowhere else I'd rather be or work. But I don't want to minimize the volcanic hazards. They're very real. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even when our volcanoes aren't erupting, there are hazards here. So, you know, during an eruption, um, this eruption now is in a closed area. The closest you can get is a half mile away at Keanakakoi or about a mile away from that activity at Ue Kuhuna, which is um, the Pali area, the cliffs where ja- the former Jagger Museum was. So those are the really good vantage points. Um, but we don't let people go into the closed area. And that's because of the amount of volcanic gas coming out. When the eruption first started, it was like 85,000 tons of sulfur dioxide being pumped into the air. That is more than... 2018, et cetera, ever saw in a single day. So that's a lot of volcanic gas. It's since gone down a bit, but there's also particulates in that big cloud. Pele's hair, so Pele's hair, what is that? Those little droplets of lava, they get airborne, they get stretched out into shards of basically glass. And if you're breathing that in, you're lacerating your lungs with tiny fragments of glass. That does not sound like fun. So um, there are hazards. Um, when that wind shifts, Right now, the winds, you know, the trades take it away. They take it to the southwest rift zone and that those particulates drop and the gases eventually um, dissolve, although making vog for Kona, et cetera. Um, but when the winds shift, it kind of blows that back over the summit area of the park. So visitors really need to keep an eye on air quality and get ready to get out and go somewhere safer in the park. There's always somewhere in the park that has clean air. It's here at the summit that's really the concern. Oh, so turning around, like looking, can you point out what you're, where you're talking about exactly? That's sure. the Mo Crater. Yeah. So let me just show you where we are here. My office is here at the Kilauea Visitor Center, and that's where we are today. Can you see it okay? Do I need to adjust camera? No, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. So the eruption is happening here within Halima'omau, and the winds, the trade winds coming from the northeast, are blowing the volcanic um, gases and particulates to the southwest rift zone. This is all park land, too. A little bit further is like South Point, the Kuhuku unit, all right. Kona, and then way over here is like the Kohala Coast. Um, so winds are usually blowing it that way, but when they change, it drifts back over the summit. When it from the south, like we're getting into winter months, and if the volcano is still erupting, we could definitely have air days where it's like warnings where we have to close everything up and ask visitors to you know go further down Chain of Craters Road. Go visit the lava tube, um, but yeah, it can it can impact here. But normally, our trade winds blow about what 85, 90 percent of the time. So that's, um, that's good. There is um, I'll you know I know you have a, a thing for websites at the end, but there is a real time um, Hawaii SO2 network website where people can go to see what the air quality is doing before they get here and also while they're here. Oh, that's great. Okay, great. So that's one hazard: air quality. The other hazard is. You're on the edge of a volcano. That crater is 500 feet in some places straight down. So people really need to stay on trail. I mean, we, we say that all the time, not just because, you know, we're militant safety police. We are doing that because we do not want anybody to die when they are visiting the park. This is a once in a lifetime experience, but we don't want it to be your last experience in your lifetime. <laughs> and trail, I mean, these areas are for a very good reason. You know, there's 500 foot. That is a one-way trip to the bottom. We have earth cracks. I mean, steam vents that are hidden and people fall into those. Um, We've had some deaths that have happened in the park because of that. People falling in and getting scalded to death. That is terrible. Yeah. If people come to the park prepared, they stay on trail and they stay as they can have a safe visit. I have fallen through a lava tube, an old lava tube. I have. 
because I was very young and I went off trail. Um, oh. I was a this former isn't Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Is this oh like yeah, I was a confession moment. Totally, I was a well, I was a former geology major at UH, and so we would take the Geology 101 labs to the Big Island for the weekend, and of course. You know, we went off track. Anyway, I fell through a, a like a really old lava tube, but you know, basically yeah. it's like obsidian, right? I mean, it's like right. glass, and I cut up my legs so badly, oh, yeah. but I, I didn't get. I mean, I, I'm I'm alive, but like, yeah, I'm living proof that yes, it was really dumb to go off right. trail, and and I did. We didn't think anything of it. We just were like, oh, look at that tree mold, and we just kind of went off the trail. And I yeah. went right, I went right through this like yes. hollow lava tube. Yeah. Those oh yeah. Fun. You know, I'm not without my war wounds here too, Pat. So you don't have to feel bad about that. One time I had a film crew and this wasn't even like a dangerous lava, you know, hidden lava tube thing. It was just getting lost on a trail mm -hmm. um, because the weather was nice one moment up on Mauna Loa and then a full blown rainstorm came through and occluded the trail. I couldn't see it. I didn't know where I was. I was up there an hour trying to find it. And I was like, I do not want to call park dispatch. And then it, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then like write my own press release about having to. You know, <laughs> so about an hour later, the weather changed. I just kind of sat there and was like, okay, it changed. I could see the, the Ahu or the cairns that marked the trail. That's another thing. We really urge people do not stack rocks in the park. And yeah. uh, it's because we stack rocks in the park to mark trails without mark. It's super easy to get lost. Like I did. Um, and lots of people have had to be um, rescued out here because they get off trail or they, people have stacked rocks and it looks like, Oh, that's where the trail goes. Well, somebody was just taking, you know, I don't know why they stack rocks actually, <laughs> but, <laughs> and they shouldn't, please don't stack rocks when you come to the park. <laughs> don't stack rocks anywhere. That's just one of those annoying things just in general. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I, I don't know what the point of it is. Is it like a Zen thing or meditate? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's well-intentioned, whatever it is, but it yeah. actually yeah, have deadly not. consequences for somebody who gets lost. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, it's also kind of interesting, you know, you guys had that major eruption in 2018 um, and the park was closed for, for a while. What, what, you know, for some of our visitors who maybe haven't come back to the park since before those major eruptions, Ooh. what has changed about the park? Oh my gosh, um, if anybody's been to the park pre-2018 and they're used to seeing Kilauea Caldera look a certain way, it has radically changed. Um, that used to be uh, <laughs> this. It used to be the same as this part of the volcano and there, there was only this. So in 2018, all of this fell. This is Crater Rim Drive. I don't know yeah, if- Yeah, that's wild. Crater Rim Drive is over here. And then in 2018, it dropped into the crater. Oh, wow. Typically like, it is really crater. It's in the Crater Rim Drive now. Crater Rim uh, Drop now. That's a huge change. And uh, yeah, just this sulfur bank over here used to be only like a little lip of it was visible. That dropped about 250 feet. Oh my oh, God. Wow. And I think oh. this sunk like, you know, almost 2000 feet. So this, this whole part got a lot deeper. I mean, there's no Jagger Museum anymore. Yeah, so Jagger used to be here. It's closed now. It's slated for demolition. And um, but the viewing area up here at Ue Kahuna is actually a really nice place to see the current eruption. It has ample parking, which is really a big deal. It has really good bathrooms, um, not vault toilets or the you know <laughs> a real bathroom with. <laughs> That's a really good dwelling point. Really good bathrooms. Yeah, but it's also a really. I mean. 
It's a beautiful area to see. And you can't see the lava fountaining from this area, but you can see a little bit of the crustal lava, the, the crust of the lava lake and red peeking through that black. And that's even in daylight. Um, and it's also very easy if you have, if you're older or you can't walk far distances or, um, you know, you have little kids with you who are not going to handle a three and a half mile round trip hike. Ue Kuhuna is a great spot. It's also extremely sacred. It's a beautiful spot. Um, it, Native Hawaiians and others go there to pay respects to Pele and other deities associated with this landscape. And so we see, um, we see and hear that we, we, you know, we, give them their space so they can practice their culture in, in privacy. And, and that's beautiful to see and hear if you happen to chance along that. Oh, that's awesome. I know it's hard to predict um, how long the lava will stick around for or if there yeah. will be greater eruptions. Um, do you guys have an idea? I mean, again, it's, it's a volcano. It's not like it's going to tell you it's itinerary or anything. <laughs> yeah. But. So Monday's a federal holiday, so we're really hoping that lava stops. Sun no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's the thing. We don't know. Um, we look at the USGS Hawaiian Volcano Observatory like everybody else. And um, yesterday and the day before, it was starting to show signs. Um, the lava levels were uh, deformation. So that means lava could be going, you know, Pele could be going back into like, um, uh, you know, kind of uh, on the down low again. Not sure where she'll be or pop up next. Or who knows, maybe it could start to inflate again. Um, we were wondering, if, is it going to last the weekend? Is it going to last the month? Is it going to stick around for the very busy holiday season coming up um, where we expect even more travelers to come to Hawaii? We don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's tough. I mean, literally, we are at her beck and call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your real And I'm not thought. talking about the superintendent. I'm talking about <laughs> Pele. <laughs> right. Man, that's so exciting. That's your, that's your, like, that's your office. It that's is. Your office. That's it so is. Cool. It's our office, but also, you know, Hawaii National Parks, this is your place. These parks are for the American public, for everybody around. And we're a World Heritage Site. We're, we're here for the world. These areas um, that are protected and malamed by um, National Park Service, they're for everyone to enjoy. And that's one thing um, I hear from my neighbors sometimes, you know, they see me walking my dogs. Oh, what's the volcano doing? I'm like, well, come up and see. Oh, it's for the tourists. The park is for everybody. And, um, you know, especially local people, you know, they, especially with the pandemic, don't really want to be sharing air with lots and lots of people like is happening here um, during those peak times I mentioned, 6 to 9 p.m. You can find times here to come and there won't be that many people. When I was talking about going out at sunrise, there's maybe a dozen people there the times I've been that might have been increased that might increase now um, that we've been sort of advertising that. But um, yeah, there's there's times you can enjoy this place and have it almost to yourself. That's great. That's so awesome. if people want to get more information about the park or safety tips, where should yeah. they go? Who should they follow? What should they do? <laughs> the best place to get information. I mean, I can't we can't urge this more anymore. I mean, I don't know how, but I guess the most important message to any visitor planning a trip is plan ahead, go to the BARC website. Um, this is a government public service website. We're not trying to sell anything. It's not commercial. That is your best one. You know, make that your first stop. It's um, NPS for nationalparkservice.gov slash Hawaii Volcanoes. Right there on our homepage, you're going to see the current eruption. Click into that and it's going to tell you pretty much besides the personal stuff, everything I just told you. Um, all the good viewing areas, what the hazards are, what to bring, you know, what to 
expect weather-wise, all of it is there. And um, we have beautiful new photos and video and things like that. Also, you know, kind of a disclaimer that the weather is weather and 4,000 foot summit in a rainforest, it can be rainy here and sometimes you won't get a view, but the weather does change quickly sometimes. So, you know, if, you be, if you're patient, if you're planning ahead, you'll, you'll have a great safe visit to the park. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Kev. Oh, no, I was just going to say, just in general, uh, visitors coming to Hawaii, uh, you got to plan ahead a lot uh, these days. We've talked about it before on previous episodes. Just for plan sure. ahead and you'll have a much smoother trip. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Thank you so much for um, for coming on the podcast, Jessica. This has been yes. very insightful. Um, it was very nice of you to have me. Thank you so much for um, letting us share some of these key safety messages and I can just say one parting thing is please bring a mask. Um, it is not easy to stay socially distanced um, at some of these viewing areas because there's a lot of people in the park right now. So bring your mask and maintain your social distance in addition to all that other safety information we shared. Yeah, stay on the trail and don't fall off a cliff. Yeah, don't fall, any, don't fall into yeah. any old lava tubes. You'll be fine. And don't be yeah, breathing right. any Pele's hair. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, so anyway, we'll have all this information on our website. Um, right. God, I need to go to the park very soon. Jessica, I'm going to talk to you after this show. Um, okay, and- I, I bet this flat hat would fit you. I, I hope to take some time. Oh, you got to get a hat. Oh, man, you know I want to wear that hat so badly. Um, so get all our information at hawaiimagazine.com. Follow us on our social media. Again, a shout out to SCP Hilo Hotel. Um, by the way, they're located only 40 minutes outside of Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. So if you're planning a trip, it's a great place to be. Um, and I don't know if there's anything else. Photo Kevin? contest. Yes. Submit. Go to the park, take some yes. photos, and then submit it to us. Yes, take some um, good photos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not hard to take good photos in Hawaii Volcano National Park. Um, you could probably it, fall down, hit your camera by accident, and take right. a beautiful <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I think that's about it. Uh, again, thank you so much, Jessica, for being on the podcast, and thank you all wow. for I hope you all learned something. And yeah, mahalo. Have a good, have a good week. All right. You guys too. Ahoy ho. Bye.